on a train with us in Zermatt, where we'll take a first-class ride on the Glacier Express, the slowest express train in the world. Our journey begins at the bottom of the Matterhorn in the Swiss Alps, and we'll travel 186 miles over eight hours, ending in St. Moritz. Welcome back to Finding Jean Marie, where we share our lives as full-time travelers and the connections we make along the way. If you're new here, welcome. I'm Judy. And I'm Kevin. Switzerland is a pretty expensive place to visit, but riding the Glacier Express was one of the things on Kevin's bucket list. So we knew we wanted to do it. We were just going to be in and out of Switzerland as quickly as we could. Later on, we'll also be sharing details of exactly how to purchase tickets for the Glacier Express. It's pretty confusing overall, and it's a two-step process, and we muddled through it. So we're gonna give you our best tips to help you navigate that much better than we did. And we'll share our costs, and whether we think it's worthwhile to take this train ride and which class of service is best for you. We arrived in Zermatt by taking a train from Turin, Italy to Milan with two train changes in Switzerland. We only had five minutes to change trains in Brig and our train was running late causing us to miss it. So we ended up waiting over an hour to catch the next train to Visp. From Visp, we took one more train to Zermatt. It all worked out in the end, but we recommend going directly to Visp and avoiding that tight train change in Brig. Right outside the train station, you'll see an assortment of shuttles, but no cars are allowed in Zermatt, so you'll have to use one of those or walk it like we did. As we stepped off the train, the first thing that struck us was the open-air restaurants and outdoor adventure wear shops. Zermatt is like an international way station where people meet up from all around the world. It seems like all the vendors were multilingual and communication was never an issue. The four official languages are German, French, Italian, and Romanche, which I've never even heard of. <laughs> but we never had a problem using English. It's situated among 38 mountains that are more than 4,000 meters high. Zermatt itself is 1,600 meters above sea level. So it's possible to have a shortness of breath here since altitude sickness can begin around 1,500 meters high. So one of the things you can do is stay hydrated. We only spent the afternoon and overnight here, but there's plenty to see and do if your budget allows for you to spend more time in Zermatt. You really only have to stand on the main drag and you'll be treated to a parade and a short concert from Alphorn players. Oh yeah, uh, just what I expected to see walking off the train. Stand around the main street either around 9 a.m. or 4.30 p.m., which is what we did, and you'll see the most photographed residents of Zermatt who bring their own kind of music. The glacier goats, or valet black neck goats, are fun to watch, but be forewarned that their path quickly becomes strewn with little gifts. So watch where you walk for the rest of the time you follow that route. And it really was hard to walk around those things. Staying hydrated is easy. You'll see icy cold spring water fountains from Zermatt's 50 plus lakes and nearly 100 springs. Also, you're in Switzerland. It's famous for its chocolate. We went for the upscale Le de Roch, Swiss chocolatier, which is considered one of the most best tasting chocolates in the world. Yes, they were very, very good. And we brought them on our Glacier Express train ride. 
We stayed at the Hotel Alpine for one night, which included a breakfast and cappuccinos. It wasn't a steep climb to get there, but it was very pretty. Well, maybe we're on the first floor. Before you hop on the Glacier Express, there's a few things you want to know first. And number one is to wear layers. We traveled in early July and were fairly comfortable, but on a hotter day, those windows and sun can be scorching. As much as we love the incredible views, there is a glare to the windows and sometimes the lights inside the train also create glare. So be prepared for less than crystal clear videos and pictures. This is primarily a sightseeing train, so it does run at glacier speeds, so you can get all the views. You don't need to take it from end to end, meeting Zermatt to St. Moritz, or the reverse trip from St. Moritz to Zermatt. We were quite surprised that when we first departed, it was not a full train. It wasn't until Andermatt that people really started loading up. And we also had our entire car to ourselves after the stop in Tiefenkassel. It emptied out a good bit in Chur as well. It's the oldest city in Switzerland, so it's no surprise that it's a popular destination. But if we got off there, we would have missed the amazing mountains before the stop in Vilser, which is definitely worth seeing. If you're mainly trying to get to a specific destination, this is nowhere close to the fastest way to do it. Or cheapest. <laughs> In those cases, consider regional trains. Is riding a scenic train on your bucket list? If so, let us know in the comments below. Ready on train to um, do the Glacier Express? Yes, I'm super excited. I think it would have been lovely to have time to hike and to explore more of Zermatt, but at the same time, being up close and personal with all of the mountains and really just getting a bird's eye view of all of them is absolutely amazing. Just the trip to Zermatt was great, so I'm really excited to see what this brings. We've had beautiful weather this morning, just sunny and beautiful. Yeah, I'm in short sleeves. So at the beginning of our travels, we talked about what our bucket list items were. And Kevin had mentioned that he wanted to take a slow train throughout the Swiss Alps. So Heard about the Glacier Express and really sounded like something we shouldn't miss while we're in this area. So we did it we're on the train and I'm pretty excited about it. It uh, was a beautiful view from the train we took to get to Zermatt. And I can't believe it could get any better, but looking at this car, I think we're getting some really lovely views. Right. It's expensive, and we're in first class uh, carriage, but. Uh, Once in a lifetime. Right. Yeah. <laughs> oh, this is a beautiful spot. I know, it's decorated well. We have a three course lunch coming later. And. Lovely car. One of the things that makes this unique is that there aren't overhead storage, but instead there's an upper panel so that you can see higher, which makes sense when you're looking for mountains. When you board the train at Zermatt, and I'd assume it'd be the same if you're boarding from St. Moritz, each seat has a fresh set of earbuds and a paperback guide, which is written in German and in English. 
I'll point out that when we went to breakfast today, you commented that there was some sort of a fruit drink that was multivitamin. Oh, yeah. Looks like it's Capri Sun. <laughs> oh, gee. Okay. Well, maybe, hopefully it wasn't that. Well, you didn't get it, so uh, yeah, well. you chose well. <laughs> They made it look fresh squeezed though. <laughs> it was not. Oh no. Pay attention to the brief chimes you'll hear over the loudspeaker. Those are a cue to put in your earbuds and listen to the pre-recorded commentary for the area. The trick is by the time you get them in, you're likely to miss a few of the beginning words, but you can catch up. They'll share a few brief tidbits each time. We felt like it was a little hard to follow along and see the exact sites that were being mentioned. But it was still a nice touch. If you don't get on at the first stop, make sure you look for the earbuds and the guide because they may have been picked up by someone else and you want to make sure that you have those perks. Before we talk about food, we're excited to share that we've started our own absolutely free community forum that we are calling La Familia. You can ask questions about trip planning and all things related to travel there. We're also giving you a chance to peek behind the scenes and are offering a bunch of other perks we're calling gelato levels if you decide you want to help support us financially as well. A video with the details is linked in the description below. As for food on the train, you pay for everything including all soft drinks, coffee, tea, and water. I had a cappuccino and Judy ordered their signature glacier tea. It's okay. We can live like this. How's your tea? It's very delicious. Uh, it's very hot still, but it's a uh, glacier herbal tea, so it's made in this area, which was why I wanted to try it. And with the lovely water that's here too. We chose to have a three-course fixed meal lunch and pre-ordered it when we reserved our seats. It's, it's light, but very tasty. Lunch has started on Glacier Express. Yes. We got salad. Yes, we've got wine coming in. Two other courses. I don't remember what I ordered. So I told you. Surprise. Was that like three months ago? Yes. It's so March. So. <laughs> that we'll find out in a minute. So we got the wine poured. This is the local wine? Yes. Um, I think it's a Chipino Noir with some elderberry. I can't remember what else. Yeah, local. It's good. It's huh. Salad is tangy and spicy. Fresh and delicious. Still on the uh, fence about the wine yet. My first taste was my favorite. We'll find out. Everyone who ordered it got a mixed salad, rice, chicken, and vegetable medley, and the chef's choice of dessert. In the winter, you'll get a soup instead of salad. Oh, here's what we ordered. You get the chicken. <laughs> Safe meal. Very nice sauce. Very buttery. Get the white wine sauce. Delicious. And carrots. Carrots. There's an additional assortment of food you can order, so the person across from us who had an allergy was able to get an alternate dessert. In addition to our three-course menu, which was served around 11 a.m., we had a charcuterie board, and I sampled a bit of their local whiskey. If you want to splurge on your seats and save money elsewhere, you are allowed to bring your own food and beverages on board. Most of the offerings are very specific to the regions you'll be traveling in and also include local ingredients like cheeses, beef, teas, wines, and beer. We didn't try it, but there was also a signature specialty champagne named for the Glacier Express. We also had a couple of glasses of wine, and we'll talk about the prices for all of the food at the end. 
We'll put a link to the menu for first and second class and also for the excellence class in the description below. There's an awful lot to see on this trip and you should pay close attention. The full journey will take you through 91 tunnels and across 291 bridges. Let's talk about booking your travel. It can be a little bit confusing because you're paying two separate amounts of money. The first, you're going to do 93 days before you depart, and that includes the cost of your seat assignment and potentially also your food. And then two months before you travel, you buy your train ticket. If you're traveling as a couple, it's really an advantage to travel first class because you can actually have a table that's just the two of you. On the other side of the train is a four-person table. If you don't see the one-one configuration available in first class, try a different carriage. The first class configuration, especially the window seats and excellence class have very limited availability. When you're traveling in second class, both sides of the aisle are four-person tables. So you only have two people that have the window on both sides of the train. That's perfect if you're traveling with children or a couple of couples and you can rotate who gets the window seat, but otherwise you're likely to be on the outside and not really ever get a window view. And that defeats the whole point of being on the Glacier Express. It's more important to select the one across seats than it is to worry about which side of the train you're on. The cars are not necessarily all facing the same direction, so the single seats may not be consistently on the left or the right. Go for the window. Also, at the stop at Chur, the train added a car in front of us and we started going in reverse direction. This is a regular part of the journey and you'll backtrack over some of the landscape you already covered. So you'll get a chance to see both the right and left sides of this topography. Regardless of whether you're in first class or second class, the amount of service you get and the food choices you get are exactly the same. For concierge service and the best quality of food, you're gonna wanna bump up to excellence class. For first and second class, you have to pay for all of your food and drinks. But in excellence class, some of the food is built in. You'll get a welcome champagne and a starter plate, a five course fixed meal and wine pairings for each course, and that food is all locally sourced, and a tea service. There's also a private cash bar in this train class and a souvenir glass to bring home. The food looks truly upscale and the service is concierge level, but we couldn't justify the additional cost. Another bonus is each car has only 20 seats that are all in the one-to-one -one configuration. We'll talk about pricing for these at the end of the video. And if you really want a souvenir, the back of the menu includes some things that you can buy and take home with you as a small keepsake so you don't have to pay excellence class rates. So before you make seat reservations, you want to think through the answers to these questions first. First question, are you interested in traveling the Fulls or Mata St. Moritz route, or do you want to do only a portion? 
Note that if you want to splurge on excellence class, you need to book the full route. The second question is what time of year do you want to travel? Trains don't run from mid-October until after the first full week in December. In the summer, there are three trains running in each direction, but in winter, there's only one in each direction. There also are fewer stops in winter, so be mindful of that if you're planning to stop or start at a different point on your journey. This means in the summer, you'll have more chances to get a singles window seat if you choose to try first class. They depart in the summer at 8 a.m., 9 a.m., and 10 a.m. from either end of the route. Another question, how many travelers are in your party? If you're traveling with children under six, they're free. And from six to 16 years, they're at a 50% discount. If you're interested in excellence class, you need the full fare ticket for each person traveling. Do you want the single seat configuration or the four person table? If you're okay with the two, two configuration, there's no real benefit to paying for first class. The food and service are the same. The Glacier Express team bids you goodbye and wishes you many more exciting moments on your journey of discovery through Switzerland. Our panorama excursion concludes with a tip. From St. Moritz, you can travel on the Bernina Express into the warm south to Tirana. So we're still on the seat reservation portion, and ours were for the full one-way route from Zermatt to St. Moritz, but the reservation prices are exactly the same if you choose the full reverse route. Excellent class year-round is 470 francs, first and second class is 49 francs in the high season and 39 francs during the low season for both first and second classes. It's ideal to book your food at the same time as your reservation. Then two months in advance or less of departure, you need to buy your train tickets. These are what actually get you onto the train. You buy them online, or as in our case, we walked up to the ticket booth at Zermatt train station and bought our tickets there. For first class, they're 268 francs, and for second class, they're 152 francs. So let's break down everything we paid. Mineral water was 16 Swiss francs. Espresso was 550. Cappuccino was six francs. And our, my tea was six as well. Glacier Express Pinot Noir was 16 francs. Two glasses of white wine were 18 francs. Our charcuterie board was 26.50 francs. So let's sum all that up. Our reserve seats were at 98 francs for both of us. And our three course lunch was 98 francs. Snacks and beverages totaled 107 francs. Our train tickets were 596 francs for both of us. So the total cost is 899 francs. We really think you need to stay overnight in Zermatt before you hop on the Glacier Express because you don't want to miss it. And that cost us 168 francs. Excluding cost of trains to arrive in Zermatt and to take us to our next destination, we paid 1,067 francs. If there's other train travel you'll be doing on either end of your Glacier Express ride, you can get discount tickets using the Swift's half-price fare card or the URL passes as long as they're booked in the same class of service that you have for your Glacier Express reservations. Because we had so much train travel and we didn't know which end was up and we really didn't understand about this second ticket that we needed to purchase, it was very confusing for us. We ended up not paying for any discounts at all. And we would have saved a little bit of money, but this is our opportunity to pass the good karma on to you so that you can save money potentially. It may not work out if you don't have other train rides around it, but if you do, or if you want to add them in, in order to save money, this is your chance. So we paid quite a bit of money for this once in a lifetime opportunity. It's my fault, it's my bucket list. But what did you think? I, 
honestly loved it. Uh, I thought it was a really long train ride and there probably could have been some shorter distances we could have traveled on it and still got a lot of the beautiful views. But honestly, this is something I really wanted to do. I really wanted to see these sites. I really wanted to capture this on video because it's really so beautiful. So I think it was worth it. Would you do it again? I wouldn't do it again, but I would recommend it to other people. I feel like the views were spectacular. It was truly a once in a lifetime experience. I felt like there were times that I felt maybe a little bit bored, if I can admit that. Uh, eight hours on a train is a long time to not really cover a lot of distance, especially for us because we had so many train rides on either end of it as well. Yeah, that made a big difference. And if we hadn't had those other train rides, it might have been less of an issue for us. We could have saved a little bit of money by having a shorter route, but there were things that were very cool at the beginning and the end. So I don't know that I would have wanted to miss those things to save some money. Yeah, and we had some really good weather for our whole ride. You may have good weather and bad weather if you're taking this long ride. And if one section of it gives you just a few more shots at these beautiful scenes, it might be worth it. True, because we had great weather. So if it were raining the entire time or windy snow, and if the views were compromised, right. yeah, that would be a lot of money down the drain. Yeah, we, we got really lucky with our trip time and everything else. So that was a good time of year. If you've enjoyed this video, we hope you'll subscribe and share it with your friends as well. And check out findingenuity.com and check out our new membership section there as well. Until next time. Until next time.